When you post hunting photos on Instagram, they get censored. When you post on Go Wild, you get virtual fist bumps from fellow hunters. When you buy gear on Amazon, you gas up a billionaire spaceship. When you buy gear on Go Wild, we donate to a camp that teaches kids to hunt, fish, and shoot. See the difference? Go Wild is a free social community built by hunters for hunters. Join today at DownloadGoWild.com and I'll give you 10 bucks just for setting up your account. And you'll keep unlocking Go Wild rewards as you share content because guess what? We like hunting pictures. Join at DownloadGoWild.com or in the App Store. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Thank you for being here and rounding out 2021 with us. Hope you guys have been enjoying the podcast so far. Uh, we are at the end of our hunting season, it seems to be. Um, here in the state of Michigan, um, some more successful than others, but we wanted to give you guys another episode here. And this one is about campers and you're probably like, you know, why are we talking campers right now? Well, as some of you know, um, January and February are times of the years where you're going to start to see a lot of these shows for like, you know, outdoor shows, camper shows, boat shows, fishing shows, all these kind of things are going to start to pop up in cities near you. Typically, the big ones are in Grand Rapids and uh, Detroit area. But um, many drive from other states or all over the state of Michigan to attend these. And, you know, I just bought a camper recently. Um, that's something that my family and I have been looking at over the last two years or so. Uh, Carson, Tom, and Kelly all have campers. And so I kind of like picked their brains and chose a camper that, uh, you know, made sense to us. And I thought what a great conversation would be to, you know, have someone on there and kind of say what to look for. And I kind of share my buying experience of like what I found to be valuable, et cetera. So if you're in the market for a camper, this one's for you. Okay. Welcome back everybody to another episode of the podcast. Happy holidays. This is uh, the weekend between Christmas and New Year's, and um, yeah, how was your holiday? Uh, all in all, good. Got a, a little bit of uh, sickness. Ate some bad food somewhere. <laughs> Might have, I'm going to blame it on Carson. He, he brought in lunch. I think he did it to me. What'd you get? Uh, I just... Uh, Case of the shits? Yeah, just not, no, not. I was throwing up <laughs> for like six hours. It was bad. Super bad. But uh, other than that, no one in the family got it, so that was good. Must have been food. I was over it in one day or so, so... I'm blaming on Carson. That's an easy yeah, out. Yeah, it's an easy out. He's easy. Uh, Christmas is good for me. Um, pretty low-key with the kids and the wife and did some family stuff. Um, you know, the kids were happy. They got all the great stuff from Santa. So, you know, we were blessed this year and another another year in the books coming up on New Year. So looking forward to 2022. And it's one of the great things about living in Michigan is like, even though hunting season is coming to an end, there's so much other shit to do come winter. It never ends. You got to embrace <laughs> winter. Everybody that dreads winter, not me, I embrace it because it's like it's ice fishing season. You can do skiing outside or snowboarding. Um, then you always like when the snow goes away, you got shed hunting. Um, then comes the walleye run, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah. there's a lot of shit in the pipeline. But on today's episode, we wanted to go over something that I think would be, or we think that would be advantageous um, for everybody listening to this. Um, it uh, when it comes to buying a camper, 
Um, Michigan obviously is a huge recreation outdoor, you know, tourist state for a lot of people just even outside of Michigan that come here and take advantage of our, you know, our beautiful scenery, great lakes, um, and camping's up there. And we wanted to get this episode out sooner than later because it's coming up to like that time of year where you have all those camping shows. You go and look at campers, people are getting rid of their used cancer, you know, campers that maybe you could get a good deal on. Although the used market is pretty inflated right now. Um, but anyways, we wanted to go over some things that we look for. I just recently purchased a camper last week and I took a lot of advice from Carson, Kelly and Tom, um, when it came to buying one. And I just wanted to share that information with all of you guys. If you ever are thinking about buying a camper, whether you're by yourself or you have a family and you want to start doing that kind of stuff, uh, for the most part, it's pretty affordable. And, uh, it's even if it's only for a few years while the kids are younger, uh, it's from what it looks like. And from the experience that we've had with friends, you create a lot of memories and it's a lot of fun. So for sure, I think out of everything that we've bought and done, the camper was probably the best thing for the family. Yeah. You were just telling me it was like the best purchase you've one of the best purchases you've ever made. I'm not going to say I was anti-camper, but, uh, I was like, we're not going to use it. We don't have (laughs) enough time. Like there's no point. And then, um, you know, my wife was pressed pretty hard for it and, I was like, let's do it while the kids are young. Now's the time. And uh, that first year, we uh, we kept a little log, a diary, if you will, uh, how many times we slept in the camper and where we slept at. Oh, no way. So we could be like, oh, that campground was awesome. We stayed in site 23. And site 23 is right next to, you know, whatever, the bathrooms, the shower house, or, you know, the playground. And so we wrote it down so we could go back if we ever wanted to go back there and be like request that site that's smart thinking even if you weren't even if you didn't get the site you wanted we'd scout out you could scout out and be yeah. like, see which ones you and want we, we've used that before but uh that first year we did that i think we slept in the camper like 48 nights or something like that like we uh we used the crap out of it and i was like i'm so i'm hooked i'm done i figured uh we, there won't be a, a time where we don't have a camper I'm sure. yeah when we get into the weeds on this i want to go through of like what all you use the camper for because a lot of people think like oh, i'll hook it up to the truck i'll you know go to a campground but you guys use it for a lot of things we'll everything get, yeah we'll get into that and i think that's a great way to use it for you know throw all throughout the year but i wanted to go over a couple uh quick fun facts about camping in the state of michigan because we take a lot of pride here on the podcast about our state so there's 1100 private campgrounds in our state uh in the ballpark well that's a ballpark estimate i don't know how many closed down recently but uh there's 138 state campgrounds which seems like that's a good amount that's a lot that's a shit ton um 28 million annual visitors a year that's way more than i would expect um, and then here's another fun fact. Where do the state parks get their funding from? 39% is camping and lodging reservations, obviously. Yeah. 30% is oil, gas, and mineral royalty revenue, which I didn't know that one. No. 23% recreation passport sales. That makes sense. 3% concessions and 5% miscellaneous. 63% of Michigan residents participate in outdoor recreation in the state of Michigan. I thought that number would actually be higher because I think that kind of puts into like, you know, ORV, all that kind of outdoor Seems recreation. Like I, th- I thought that everybody. would be higher. But then again, that's you relate to the people you hang out with. Everybody I hang out with enjoys the outdoors. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It depends yeah. on who you, you, you surround yourself with. Yeah. I bet you that number went up. I forgot to look when this was. I thought this said 2020. 
but I didn't know if they were going off of 2019 numbers. And if yeah. that was the case, I bet you that went up since COVID. COVID happened. Everybody's got more time off. That, and I think everybody couldn't go on their vacation. So yeah. they, I know camper sales have been like... Campers went nuts. The campers went nuts. That's what I heard. I was pretty thankful we had a camper ahead of time, but I know it was hard to find campsites. Yeah. We were like, oh, calling around on a whim, you know, hey, we got a four-day weekend calling on, you know, let's get a campsite. And they're like, yeah, we're booked. Yeah, we'll get into some hot tips on that for you guys, too. Because right now, I think things are winding down, but you got to start thinking about the rest of your year for 2022 if you want a shot at a good camp spot. All right, 232,000 direct jobs are generated by the outdoor recreation in Michigan. I would assume that means, like, you know, outdoor campers, like sales and mechanics and outdoor stores, all that kind of stuff. Just think of the outdoor business in in general. It's a lot of jobs. Um, And you know what? If you you put aside the cost of the camper and you just think about, like, a getaway for the weekend, depends on how nice you want your site. But if you want to rough it a little bit, you can do $15 a night to camp. And then if you go for the nicer ones, which have like hot showers, hookups, um, you know, usually they have like a concrete pad poured for you to put your camper on. That's like around $40 a night. Mm-hmm. But really, if you think about like what a hotel is, 200 something dollars a night or a decent one for a family vacation. Yeah. Depends on how much you're traveling. I mean, how social you are. Yeah. You can get your money out of a camper pretty quick if you if you travel a lot and you guys are on the go and, and you're super social. And, yeah. Oh, we use ours all the time. Yep. It seems like we're never home. <laughs> well, that's a good thing in the summertime. You know, you yeah, want to get out. That's and great. You just don't want to waste away your weekends. All right. And then we're going to get into the types of campers. Now, this is kind of obvious or types of camping. Obviously, you know, you can have a tent that's kind of rough in it. Um, probably more of what I wouldn't mind doing. But um, then you have something called travel, tra- travel trailers, pop-ups, truck campers, fifth wheels, motor homes. I mean... There's a whole bunch of shit out there. Truck campers, obviously, are the ones that you guys see in the bed of a truck. Um, Those I actually looked at some of those. Those are pretty fancy. I was kind of looking at some used ones for hunting excursions. They're cool. I think they're kind of set up perfect for hunting. You kind of need the truck for it, though. Yeah, that's true. That's the bad part. Yeah, that's true. We have a good friend, the guy we uh, hunt with in Ohio. Um, They use a truck camper, and he's got one of the sweet ones, you know, the extra heavy slide outs, and he's got a dually, like... uh, for 350 you had to buy the truck heavy. for the camper they look top heavy too oh it's huge <laughs> it, it squats the dually but he likes it that's uh he said it's just mobile eight foot bed obviously yeah yeah uh, pop-ups are the ones that are kind of like flat you see pulling down the road they almost just look like a little squished trailer and then when you get to your campsite they kind of pop up the roofs a lot of the times are made out of like a thick canvas material um, those seem to be pretty affordable. Um, if you're just getting into camping to see if you kind of like it, that might not be a bad option. Um, travel trailers um, and fifth wheels kind of go into the same category. That's just basically how you hook up and pull it. Fifth wheel hooks into the bed of your truck. Travel trailers kind of hook up to your traditional hitch. And then you have like motor homes. The, I know the camper vans are pretty popular right now, but I looked at that. Those things, man, are those things expensive. They're outrageous. Holy shit. But if you think about it, you add your truck and then you buy a camper or a travel trailer. If you add them both together, that's pretty much what you're getting. I think that one day when the kids are older 
and let's say they're not camping as much anymore with us because we're not cool enough or just me and my wife. It's going to happen. <laughs> makes total sense to go that route. Sure. For me. If your wife's into that. If my wife's into that. I don't know where we'll be at that point. But I can tell you that my wife's into the LED lights, flat screen TVs, and hot showers. <laughs> and like, <laughs> she enjoys her camper. I know. On Instagram, they make it look so nice, though. Yeah. It's glamping. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, that's just kind of a rundown. And then, you know... I'll get into what I got because it is very heavily influenced by friends and these guys here. Um, last week we went and bought a travel trailer, um, 28 foot total length. Although like the living part is only 24 feet. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, it was awesome. It was something that we had been wanting to do for many years um, I was a little apprehensive about buying one, um, kind of like what you and I were talking about. Like when you're going on hunting trips, in my mind, I'm like, I don't need anything. I just need, a, you know, a tent over my head, <laughs> you know, we can all shit in the woods and all, you know, we yeah. kind of like embrace that and kind of look forward to that. And then like we would go to campgrounds and see my friends and their families, how much they would have. Cause like if we were up North and they were up North, um, we would drive over and see them at the campground. Like when we lived in Traverse city, yeah. they got a spot up in Traverse city at a, a local campground and we went and hung out and it was like, my kids didn't want to go back home. They just wanted to hang out yeah. at the campground, ride their bikes around. It's crazy social. It is. It's, it's, it's amazing. And like, you know, I st- the wheel started to turn a little bit. And my wife was like gun ho. And then when we moved back down state, obviously, you know, we had to get settled in down here, but then this year, you know, she was pretty heavy into it and, uh, yeah, we pulled the trigger. So we're looking forward to an awesome year and, uh, you know, making a lot of mistakes, I'm sure when it comes to setting it up and I'll figure it out. Yeah, it'll happen quick. But uh, what about you? When did you get into this kind of oh, setup? Oh, by accident. I was like, uh, I think I mentioned I was kind of like anti-camper. We'll never use it. I'm not going to spend a fortune on a camper. And uh, my dad got a pop-up from somebody at work that was moving. They were retiring, moving to Vegas. And he's like, I get this pop-up for 500 bucks. You should buy it. And I'm like, I don't want a $500 pop-up. So I bought a $500 pop-up because my wife wanted it. Uh, and uh, we used it two or three times that summer. And then uh, the wife was pretty much like, we need to get a camper. Did you have kids at the time? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was like four years ago. Oh, wow. It, we bought a new camper every year, three years in a row. We upgraded until <laughs> we got to this one. Uh, there's a different camper for every point in your life. Talk about that progression. Because that guy, the, when I went to buy mine, my, the guy was like, hey, I'll see you back in two years. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, oh, you'll be back to upgrade. I'm it's like, crazy. I don't think I will, dude. It's I was crazy. Like, this is a hard decision enough for me. But no, talk about the progression. So we did the pop-up thing. And uh, what really sealed the deal, we liked camping, but uh, it rained. It was Mother's Day weekend. It rained like three or four days in a row and we were stuck in the pop-up and the pop-ups are pretty elaborate you can go from like a straight up tent to air conditioning fridge and toilet like those things go pretty wide range and uh it was a basic one and uh we didn't have a tv or anything the kids were stuck in the camper we were in there for we rented the site for four days we made it to day three and i looked at the weather and we just i packed it up in the rain with a raincoat on oh shit like we just sat there in the rain the whole time everything was closed it poured and um the wife was like, we, we need to get a different camper. I want to, I want to keep camping. I like this, but she's like, I'm not doing that again. You know? All right. So best time to buy a camper, in my opinion, is a wintertime fall right now, basically. You know what I mean? People are willing to give you deals or work with you. Yeah. I found a really good used camper. It was a 24 foot gray wolf. 
bought that camper got a great deal on it and um we used it i said i'll spend a little bit of money on this and if we use the crap out of it then we'll see where we're at and uh we used it all summer and we decided that there was quite a few things that we didn't like about the camper and um we started making a list basically we talked about this a little bit um it didn't have doors it had curtains it had a small bathroom and it didn't have outdoor cooking and stuff like that we started hanging out with our friends going camping and they all had this stuff and we started realizing we didn't really care for all that so we waited till winter time and i sold that one and i ended up buying uh, the one i have now but uh we just basically went off our list and uh made sure we got what we wanted my wife picked it out and uh, i didn't have much say in the ordeal <laughs> she's like this is the one <laughs> tell them the bonus you got out of it though you got a new truck yeah i had to get a new truck that's <laughs> happened to a lot of people carson did the same thing i, I know multiple people i laughed at them oh, too man. and i'm like you bought a camper so big you had to get a new truck you idiot um i did the exact same thing holy shit my that camper is like uh eight thousand pounds dry and I had a Chevy, brand new Chevy 1500. And it was 9,200 pound tow capacity. So I had like a 1,200 pound little gap there that I was in the good. And um, it just wasn't heavy enough. I pulled it from here to southern Ohio to go deer hunting. And uh, I white knuckled it the whole way. I got home and traded my truck in about 2,500. <laughs> Dude, I hope I'm not screwed in that department. Mine's 5,000 pounds, and my truck is rated for 7,800. By the time you put water in your tank, throw your luggage in there, and put the family in the truck, like, it adds up quick, really quick. Dude. And it's not really the power. It's a semi would go by, and it would take the wind off me, you know what I mean, and and screw your draft up a little bit, and it'd want to jerk me right off the road. Like, it was scary. No shit. Yeah, so I had to go get a bigger truck. (laughs) Dude, I might be... You might, I might be screwed. You might not be screwed. It might be a bonus. You might get a bigger truck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you see the price of diesels nowadays? Oh, my God. It's insane. It's insane. You could buy like three trailers with that. Yeah. It's nuts. Um, okay. So you progressed up. So that's something that the needs just kind of showed, showed themselves as you kept yeah, camping. There's a different camper for every point in your life. And um, it was just worked out that way we're super social people like we we travel a lot we hang all their friends and uh you know everybody's got campers so you kind of just fall into that like you said you're at your cabin and you're going to the campground to hang out with your friends having a good time and your kids don't want to leave and it just kind of happened that way like hey we should do this and then um so we bought a 32 foot living um 37 foot overall travel trailer it's a grand design it's called the traverse and it's a quad bunk so i got the four bunks in the back and two bathrooms um and i was go over your list of must-haves as you were as you go to buy so other people listening to this think of like i didn't think of that and here's why you need it it might seem stupid and you, you might think that listening to this you might not need that to go camping but we both have kids, so anyone listen to this, they can kind of relate. So go it's, ahead. Yeah, it's, it's just luxury, you know what I mean? Want versus need, what do you... Right. Um, we wanted doors, uh, actual doors. Most travel trailers have curtains, or the low-rent ones have curtains. And um, Separating bedrooms. Separating bedrooms kitchen, instead of doors, kind of yeah. So, you know, everybody's changing their bathing suits and whatever. Like, the only thing there was a door on was the bathroom. So that was a must. We bought a new trailer that uh, we wanted locking doors and actual wooden doors. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like the U-shape uh, dining room table. Um, 
our last camper had it and it seats it seems like it seats another person or two okay um unfortunately this model i have that was the one thing i had to give up we didn't get that um this model didn't come with that but um but looking at yours you could still fit four people at that table which sure. in my mind is perfect because you can still play euchre yeah absolutely that, I was that looking, still works yeah. when i was looking at it i'm like we got to be able to play euchre in this thing yeah you can't play euchre at the table it's gonna not be right for sure um my wife was really i'd never even seen a travel trailer with two bathrooms she was 100 percent in on that i'm like we don't need two bathrooms yada yada and we still don't need them but uh they're pretty convenient it's very nice have a half bath in the back bedroom um the girls have a quad bunk with a half bath and they have their own bathroom their own toilet and their own sink and it's pretty nice let's face it kids aren't very neat right you know what i mean so our bathroom stays clean that's nice um i got the quad bunk so i have two kids i have two girls and uh, i could honestly say every time we've been camping it's never been alone they always have friends okay or um we're usually staying at a campground with other friends sure. and you end up having a sleepover it's like a sleepover yeah. yeah so there's you know at any given time there's four to six kids in the back bunk bedroom gotcha. um, so if you're looking to buy a camper i would make sure there's enough beds for all the friends too um they get a kick out of that i really wanted uh the outdoor spray nozzle the hose nozzle okay they have the outdoor showers and um there's quite a few of them that had the showers but the regular shower heads um, mine has like the pressurized hose what do you use yours for i figured the only thing i would use it for is spraying sand off the kids when they swim in or spraying your boots off or you know um i cook outside in the outdoor kitchen a couple times other people have cooked on my kitchen quite a bit and um i I take the pans right outside hose them off right outside gotcha you know i mean it's not like your house you can't run in the garbage right um, I use that a lot. Storage was huge. Um, mine's got a through and through storage under the front, and I can fit a six foot folding table in there. So I usually put two six foot folding tables in there. Okay. Um, and you do the you know the lawn chairs and all your hoses. Yeah. Yep. Tons of stuff in there. Um, those compartments are on the front, so you can load the the tongue. Some have them on the back too. Oh, really? And okay. Instead of like the rear kitchens, they have a storage compartment right there. Oh no shit! Okay. Yeah. But um, that was quite a few of the the must that we wanted to have. Um, you mentioned the double axle. Most of those, when you get that big in travel trailer, they all have double axle instead of the singles. Yeah, it was a big one for me. Um, I didn't want to pull a single axle. I kind of relate that to pulling boats, trailers, and things like that. I mean, you hit bumps you're going down the road that thing's going to bounce back and forth behind you um, yeah. having to just kind of keeps a you know a couple wheels on the ground makes it a little bit more stable when you're pulling um that was a must for me one for us was the bunk beds which was huge when i looked at the other ones um that didn't have it because when you go through it they'll be like well the the table folds down into a bed or some other kind of random shit will pop off the wall and you're like you can lay in this it's an inconvenience because then like you got to put it away um the kids don't have their sense of like being away from the adults or have their own like little spot that they can hang out in um you know for me the bunk beds made sense i we got doubles over doubles i think they are um so if they had to they could i mean my girls are pretty small still seven and five uh they could sleep with their friends in there and still have plenty of room yeah um they're right by the bathroom that was that was kind of a must for me as well having a nice bathroom for the wife um another one 
the awning um, coming off the side that was lit up with the speakers outside. That's kind of a cool mix. From what I noticed when you're out camping, especially with other people, the hangout spot when you're not by the fire is kind of like underneath the awning. So if you're having breakfast in the morning, mm-hmm. if you're cooking or you want to get out of the sun for a little bit, let's say you're in a camp spot that doesn't have a lot of trees, you can hang out underneath the awning, catch a cool breeze or just hang out under there and not get it out always the sun rains. a little bit. Or it rains, <laughs> it <yeah>. always rains. <laughs> exactly. So that was a must for us. The outdoor kitchen was big for me. Um, but you said you pack a grill a lot of the times too. I do. We tend to cook on the grill. I love the outdoor kitchen, but it's uh, mine's a stove. I don't know if they make one that's actual grill. The ones that I see nowadays have like a black stone top. Now. That would be cool. I'd use that. So then it's just like a flat top on there. And I then... have like a double burner. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's what mine the is. The outdoor too. fridge is huge. You yeah. could almost take that whole cubby out and put three outdoor fridges out there and like that would get used. Yeah. That's a... Uh... A pretty cool feature. Does that run off electric or propane? Electric. Electric. Yeah, mine does anyways. I'm not sure if they have propane ones. Um, yeah, the outdoor fridge is cool because then you could put, like, drinks and stuff like that. The kids don't have to go in and out um, of the trailer so much to grab drinks. And let's say you have the AC on, let the cool air out. They can just grab a drink from the outdoor fridge and keep going. Um, what else? Uh, I like private, the double doors. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so we have an entry door into our bedroom, which that's attaches right. to our bathroom. We, we like that a lot. There was one that we looked at that had two doors, one to get into the main area. And then the other one, the other door was actually just for the bathroom, Yeah, which I thought was cool. 90% you know. of the time, you're just literally going in to go to the bathroom, you know, right. over the campground or whatever. But. Right. Yeah. I thought that was nice. You guys have your own separate entrance into your bedroom. Yep. It goes into our bedroom, which uh, our main master bathroom is attached to our bedroom. Right. That was nice, actually. I didn't know that they made them like that. Uh, another big one for us. Um, so we noticed, like, when you go, it depends on your length, obviously. This is when you can kind of start getting the things that will be a little bit different. But there's something called a Murphy bed that when you walk in, it would basically fold out from, like, a couch that you can sleep on. And that would be, like, your main, let's say, queen-size bed that you and your wife or whoever would sleep on. Um but we actually wanted our own little separate bedroom just for, like you said, privacy, changing, an area where we can store clothes and other things. And if we wanted to just put it on the bed and shut the door, nobody would have to see that when they come mm-hmm. into the into the camper. Um, so that one was a big one for my wife. Um, she kind of wanted that, and, and it worked out that we were able to get that. So that was cool. Um, I got outdoor spray in my list, which you mentioned storage. Um, yeah, those were the big ones for us. I ended up buying used. Um, we thought that was comfortable for us just because we didn't know we're new to this. So I didn't feel comfortable buying new and let's say that I didn't like it and then I would lose, drive it off a lot of value. Um, and you might be back in two years. And I might be back in two years. Oh, great. <laughs> but uh, that was cool to hear you say, like, you kind of progressed. You guys kind of, you know, you didn't jump right in. You kind of started off somewhat small and it progressed throughout, sure. the, throughout the years, which I think... I mean, you can make these things work on a budget. If you're like, I can't afford a camper, you can. There's a camper out there that you that is in your budget. You might have to sacrifice for a little bit on some things that we talked about that we have. Um, but, uh, you know, eventually you can save up for that. You can see what you sure. like and what you don't like. Um, there's things that we put on our list here that we just told you that you might be like, I can do without that. I don't need that. That's 
face that I, I could do without a lot of it, but uh, you sure. keep the wife and the kids happy. I got two little girls and I mean, it's fun. I mean, you, as much as you want to rough it, like, let's be honest, it's pretty nice to go lay down in your own bed and yeah. in the air conditioning. And yeah, when you're sweating your balls off, it's yeah. kind of nice to go there. Don't, everything don't have to be rough. Huh? <laughs> that's right. Like, it's nice to hang out with your friends, drink a couple of beers, and go in the air conditioning when you're done. That's right. <laughs> Our roughing time comes in the fall. Um, yeah, so we jumped in head first uh for you know going into this thing so well, maybe i'll be giving you an update a year from now to see how it went but i kind of want to get into the uses like so for me and the way my brain works is like yeah we can go camping in the summertime and uh you know that's pretty obvious of why you have the camper but then i started to think like you know when we go and hang out with you guys yeah, you know, like at carson's place when he has his bash like we do it a lot at friends houses oh dude it was like a like circling the wagons back in the day. Like when we pulled up to Carson's, there was like, <laughs> I don't know how many campers there, at least 10 campers yeah, pulled off at least. And you know, just having, if, if you've got friends or you have the space to do it, you can have all your friends over, have them bring their campers and just have a camp out in your backyard. If you're social people and you have a, a good friend circle, uh, camping's huge. Um, every time, every year, one of our, our friends ends up buying a camper that say they weren't going to buy them. We just yeah. had friends just buy a camper a month ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's huge. Uh, everybody comes over to my house and camps usually in the summer for one or two weekends. And then we always do Carson's and um, Kelly has a big party and everybody pulls their camper over and the kids love it. It's, right. it's a blast. I mean, super fun. But then I started to think hunting trips. This would be great if you wanted to go out west for, if, especially too, if, if you think if you're on a budget and you don't want to like buy airfare, go in hotels and stuff like that, you could drive out there, make a family vacation out of it if you wanted to, or go out there with your buddies and do some scouting for sure in areas that you that have interest to you or um, anywhere out west is going to have campgrounds or anything like that that you can you can haul and, and, and park it and then drive your truck to. Um, so scouting hunting um social gatherings outside of campgrounds that you had mentioned um another cool thing uh that a lot of campgrounds do um is uh we went to one in ohio and then there's another one actually down here in southeast michigan is around uh halloween time you can kind of go park your camper for the weekend a lot of campgrounds have um like Halloween themed weekends where there's stuff for the kids to do another social event that you can kind of hang out. A lot of them have like haunted forests that you can, you can walk through. They have cookouts. Um, some, the one that we went to down in Ohio, like they roasted a pig for everybody yeah. and everyone just brought a dish to pass and like everyone got together and hung out. And then afterwards everyone went trick or treating at each other's campers. That's crazy. It's like so, their own little community. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was really cool. It's just stuff that, to me and when i think of it and obviously you know this too but as a dad like you have your kids only for this certain amount of time and they only think you're cool for a certain <laughs> amount of time so if you can bring them to this these kind of places in a camper where you have everybody underneath the same roof uh you're not stressed about expenses of like blowing your money on like one big vacation a year you can mm -hmm. take a couple of these throughout the year and then like you know, create great memories with your family at any time. So I would recommend it more than going on like a one week vacation. Yeah. We did, uh, not last year, the year before, um, we did a seasonal site 
literally 25 minutes from our house um, the first summer we had our camper. Explain to everybody what a seasonal site is. <clears throat> so you rent it from, we rented it from April to November 1st. Okay. And it was a permanent site. And at the campground where we rented it at, um, the water was free, but you paid your electric bill. Okay. So we were, you know, site 88 and we would just pay our electric bill. And I left my camper out there when I wasn't using it. Um, you know, I obviously took it and used it other places, but I left it on the site. We wasn't using it. And, um, we've talked about before I'm a fireman. So my weekends are four days long. My wife was a nurse. She works three twelve, So we would have a lot of three and four day weekends. Okay. And, um, it's 25 minutes away. We would literally go to the camper and use it like a cabin. And, uh, we spent all summer there. My kids absolutely love it. They bug the crap out of me. Um, I was actually looking already. Um, they want to do another seasonal site because okay. they had a group of friends. You know, it was a, a neighborhood. There's 200 campers there, and they knew every Everybody every around. kid in there. It was like a mob of kids, and they just yeah. played baseball and rode bikes. And my kids didn't get on the phone, and they didn't get on the Wi-Fi, and the TV never got turned on. Like, they just played all summer. It was awesome. <laughs> Now that I hear that, because, like, here's the other, here was the other gripe that I had about getting a camp. Like, this was 70% my wife's idea and 30% I was getting on board. You with. saying no. Yeah. But obviously, everyone, anyone listening to this knows happy wife. You know the rest. But I was worried about, okay, you know, I like to fish a lot. I can't, well, you can, but I know my truck won't pull it is... I can't pull the boat and pull the camper around to spots. So you saying that about the seasonal thing might work for the angler, or let's say you also like to, well, that's another type of camper we didn't talk about. Let's say you like to four wheel or dirt bike or side by side and like to go on trails. If you didn't have a camper that they call toy haulers, we can get into that. But if you didn't have one, you could almost like leave the camper, like you said, for the summer somewhere in an mm-hmm. area that you know you can do a lot of those things, and then pull your boat on the do just pull your yeah. boat and your truck on the weekend. Your camper's there, ready to go. Yeah, I have a lot of friends that do it. Okay, that's a, just a mobile cabin. I right. mean, that's uh, and if you got the toy hauler feature, um, <coughs> Carson does this. This is how he gets away with the boat thing. Um, we have rafts that we use in Alaska, fourteen, sixteen foot rafts that hold motors, and he throws the raft and a twenty five horse Yamaha motor in the boat and they take the camper and they blow the raft up and they go fishing and play on the boat. So a toy hauler, and correct me if I'm wrong, it's a camper, like half of it, and then the back part folds down mm-hmm. so that way you can drive your four-wheeler up or side-by-side. Like an enclosed trailer. Like an enclosed trailer. And so then that sits in the back half of the camper and then you can live in the front half. of the They camper. have all different models, but yeah, that's yeah. probably the most common. Yeah. Usually they're uh, fifth wheels. Okay. But you can get travel trailers. Carson's is a travel trailer. His is a toy hauler? Mm-hmm. Okay. He's got a, there's a, a I'm not sure if it's a queen or a king size bed on rails <laughs> and it comes down in the back. So it turns into a bedroom too. Okay. But that's a pretty cool feature. Yeah. So, I mean, that was another type of camper that you guys can get if you're yeah. out there. So it obviously reduces your living space a little bit, but yeah. it is really nice for, I guess, like a mud room. 
So we've used Carson's once or twice on uh, hunting trips. And when you come in and your boots are muddy and yada, yada, you come in that back door and it's all rubber floors and everything. Like you can literally take a hose and spray out spray the back of the camper. The back. Um, that's a pretty cool feature. Good spot to put deer too. Yeah. Deer, we, you know, <laughs> generators, gas cans, like stuff that you're not going to put in your beautiful camper in the, in the middle of the kitchen on the wood floor that your wife's going to kill you. You know, here's a good idea. We could, we could invent a hunting trailer and then the back half could be obviously your mud room but it also could be like a walk-in cooler if you needed it to and your deer could hang in there yeah you just put the unit up top just put the unit up top and insulate it it would work all right you heard it here first folks <laughs> better patent it yeah i better patent it um so yeah so we're pumped about the season um i i, I think uh michigan is if you live in michigan and you're listening to this you obviously know a lot of the features and the spots that you can go um one thing that we want to do and we kind of challenge ourselves for 2022 is go to spots that we haven't been before in michigan and kind of explore all other areas because you know we lived in traverse city for almost six years so we know the west side up and down my wife's from grand rapids we know the west side extremely well um you know we have family cottages kind of in the central north part over by gaylord and atlanta area um i want to really explore like the thumb area i heard that's really nice up there yeah um, you know, obviously I've, I've spent a lot of time on Saginaw Bay, so I know that area as well. And then my wife, for one, has never been camping in the UP. So I want to take her like over the Porcupine Mountains, kind of like go by Lake Ogebic, all that kind of stuff sure. and, and head that way. Um, and that's something I also want to share with my kids. I want them to see the UP. I want them to see, you know, all aspects of our state because I think it's, uh, I love living here. So I personally haven't been camping in the UP uh, with our camper. We've done quite a few trips to northern Michigan and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, we haven't been across the bridge yet with the camper. Yeah, I'm sure that's. Uh, I mean, when you go to the UP, obviously, as you know, it's like, I mean, especially the kids, they feel like they're in a totally different state you know when you go in the i view. feel like I <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. even as uh, us when we go up there it's a just it's a lot more laid back and uh you know and it, it's a little bit more of a drive obviously as everybody knows but you can really get into some beautiful country up there so um so yeah other than that i encourage everybody to go out maybe think about getting a camper if you haven't again like i mentioned at the beginning of this podcast the reason why we wanted to get out this get there or get this message out now is because one there's a lot of trade-ins that just came in on used trailers so i would say i would say if there's a brand when you do your research that you really want um kind of get all your ducks in a row just just from my experience for me um losing out on two campers that we wanted um especially this time of year they go extremely fast yeah so you got to move quickly so if there's a brand that you've been researching or a lay- layout that you sh- that you really want and you find it online um kind of have everything all worked out ready to go whether that's the finances or just agreeing on a certain certain type with your with your significant other um and move quickly because uh mine got the one that i bought that was used it was traded in and i think that day they had four people showing up to look at it um did you see the time too yeah that's a crazy time right now for that right um so i you know i had to move somewhat quickly but we knew exactly what we wanted we knew the name brand that we wanted um we ended up going with the grand design as well um i think it's called an imagine um 
So move quickly on it. And then the other thing too is January and February um, are big time of the years for indoor shows. So mm-hmm. this is where your camping shows start to happen. Your outdoor sh- shows start to happen. Um, so kind of thinking, you know, get out there and start, uh, you know, figuring out kind of what you guys want and, and, and look at different styles of campers, walk through them, uh, go to RV lots and just call them up and, you know, pick out 10 of them that you want to go through, tell them to open them up and go through them. Definitely do your homework. Yep. Go to those shows and make someone show you all the cool features and gadgets. Yeah, exactly. Get ready to, and the other thing too, is don't think the price is the price. Like, no work on it. Like you can work them down a little bit. Um, even if it's new, you can work them down a little bit, have them add things. Uh, tell them about if you buy brand new, some of the things that you have to get that a lot of people might not think about into the cost of a trailer. Yeah. There's quite a bit of stuff, you know, that adds up really quickly. Um, your, your black tank, which is obviously your toilet tank, you got to flush. So you need your hoses and that can be a pretty elaborate system depending on, um, the different attachments and all that stuff. And obviously you need a hitch. Them hitches are really expensive. Some of them thousand bucks. They're like, they're, they're anti-sway hitches. So that's yeah. like, they hook up a little bit differently than this, a traditional like ball and hitch. And then you hook up two chains. That's not really what you're getting into. You can do it that way. It makes a huge difference, but they have these anti-sway bars. And like you said, it's by the time you get out the door, there's a thousand bucks there. Yeah. Um, go ahead. Um, anything, all the little things, you know, the folding chairs, the folding tables, the, the outdoor hoses, grills, yeah. the hoses, um, carpets, yeah, outdoor carpets, the rugs underneath your awning and and um the wheel chalks. <laughs> All the blocks for your jacks. Um, there's just a lot. It adds up, you know fairly quick obviously you don't need everything all the first day or anything like that but right. there's a couple of little necessities you need you need the hitch and you need your hoses to drain your tanks and you probably need your wheel chocks and stuff like that right um a lot of times dealers if you're especially if you're buying a new one they'll throw that stuff in yeah so yeah work them down a little bit find your inner salesman or saleswoman and you know Go to, go to town. Um, the other thing to talk about is a lot of people didn't, don't know this. And I didn't know this until friends shared this with me is if you think that you're going to get a camper and then say, Hey, we're going to start booking our sites and planning out our vacations in spring or late spring, there's a good chance that you could be missing the the wave of getting reservations mm-hmm. and that's the time this right now is the time of year where you want to be calling up campgrounds that you guys want to go to and getting on lists or getting on waiting periods to get in there to start to get your campsites that you want yeah because a lot of the good campgrounds or a lot of the locations that you think would be obvious like i don't know I, if you for example if you want to go up somewhere on lake michigan and it's in a pristine spot by a bigger city like traverse city or something like that that those campsites could be gone for the entire year because if they open it a lot of times they open it six months prior to and those campsites will go some of them go within a day some of them are all seasonal which that's as, as a business right um if i was the owner obviously that's perfect makes total sense right but um people love those campgrounds so much they buy a seasonal package and they got it from spring to winter right and um before you know it there's only 10 weekend camp spots and 190 seasonal ones. Right. So they book super quick. And everybody knows about, you know, Michigan summers, they can go, they can go by pretty quickly. So 
I encourage you right now, if you really think you're going to get a camper, go ahead and book the sites now. And that's kind of good because it kind of holds your feet to the fire, maybe to go out and get a camper um, as well. But book it like this time of year and pay attention to the sites that you want to get to and, uh, you know, get your name in the hat right now. So, yeah, that's my parting piece of advice. Yeah, I would highly recommend it. I think there's a camper for everybody, and if you want to do it, you you just uh, figure out what uh, what aspect you want to get in, you know, how deep you want to get into it. Yep. You can do the pop up thing, or you can spend five hundred grand on a fifth wheel. I'm sure. Yeah. Who knows? I might be back on the podcast a year and from now saying <laughs> that camping was awful, but I doubt it. It's 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 something. No, my it's, my kids are so so pumped about it. Like that's all they talk cool. about. That's all they talk about. Yeah. When's the camper getting here? When's the camper getting here? My kids love camping. Yeah, like love it. Like you said, I'm sure in a couple of years, I'm, my oldest is 13. She's already getting to the point where she doesn't want to hang out with me. So uh, <laughs> I'm sure we'll be back and get a different model, you know, one where there's not going to be six kids in the bunk beds. Be downsizing. Yeah, maybe. Or just getting something cooler for me and the wife. Yeah, you know, there you or, go. I don't know. But uh, I can't see not having a camper after having one and enjoying it. I'm sure that... Uh, when the kids are gone and we retire or whatever, I'm sure we're going to have some kind of camp or something. Yeah. yeah. I can't see not having one. There's too much cool shit out there to not drive around. They finance them for a long time. Um, if you go through a dealership, yeah. like, don't be scared, you know, whatever your budget is, obviously spend what you're going to spend, but you know, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 grand, um, they, they'll finance those things for like 15 years or something like that. Yeah. Make it. Yeah. That's what I said. There's a camper out there for everybody and you can make it affordable. So sure. if you know, you're not going to have it for let's say i don't know if they take a loan out for 10 years or 15 years you got to pay on it all year round so you want to make sure you got to think of the months outside of your typical camping season um that you can still afford it in the winter time but you know make it in a situation where you don't feel stressed about having it um it doesn't put you in a tight spot a lot of the times that I'm seeing, this is where it comes. This is why it's super important to do your research. Like find a brand that has a good resale value. It has a lot of the things that a lot of people want, um, that you think would be appealing to someone five years down the road. So if you were to go to sell it, you know, it's going to sell somewhat easily. Um, even when I look at older ones, like if they're out in front of a yard and they have a for sale sign on them, they're not for sale for very long. Even if it's an mm-hmm. older model, because there's always going to be wanting someone that, that's going to be wanting to get into it. If there's someone who's younger in college or getting out and they want to start going on vacations with their buddies. The other thing too, is like all these summer festivals for like concerts and shit. Yeah. How many people do that? Like, I know some of my cousins will buy campers just for that. Like, yeah. oh, we got to hit up two two big concerts this summer. That's you know six days long or whatever it is, or five days long. They want a camper for that. So, like, even if it's older, there's like there's always a buyer out there in a market for them, and they seem to be something that kind of turns over quite often. You could turn them into uh, a business. Um, sure, people yeah, rent their campers out when they're not using them, yes. and it pays for them. Yes, it's insane. Yes, it, if you think about about it like uh you stay in a hotel for 150 dollars a night and you take your family on vacation for seven days um you know there's a thousand bucks if you made a 150 dollar camper payment for seven months that's the same amount of money that's a good idea so anybody listening to this let's say this is the first time and you didn't think about a camper and some, somehow we persuaded you to think about getting into camping if you're like i don't want to go all in this year and buy a camper 
there's something, there's two websites I recommend. One is outdoorsy.com and the other one is called RV share. If you get on there, it's pretty easy. You can type in exactly what you're looking for. Let's say you want, I don't know, a 21 foot trailer or you don't want to go any bigger than that. Um, it's gonna, it's like a car search. It's going to give you exactly all the ones in your area that people have and they rent them out. It's almost like a VRBO, like a mobile VRBO. Mm -hmm. And they're pretty, they're very affordable. They're like some people, I'd say the average price that I seen is like $120 a night. Yeah. And that's for a, and that's for a nice one. Mm -hmm. If you want one that's a little bit smaller, I can see, I seen them going for $80 a night, whatever it is, you don't have to put down the big capital purchase on it. You can just take it for a weekend. Let's, let's say if you want to pick two weekends out throughout the summer, they have a calendar on there that shows their availability of those campers throughout the summer. You just sign up. I know you go through your car insurance or something like that to insure mm -hmm. it for the weekend. Um, there's a deposit that you put down and if it, everything comes back fine, you get your deposit back. But anyways, it's a risk-free way of seeing if you want to get into camping. Might be a good recommendation. Yeah. And then the other thing, the business thing of it, if you have one and you're like, hey, I need to offset this a little bit, you can rent it out to people on there as well. And people rent them out. Or the friend that I was just telling you about that bought a camper, um, they rented that camper twice during the summer oh, okay. and then um come october they bought one <laughs> yeah dude, i'm so happy you brought that up because that's like yeah. that's another good way of people to see like what brands they like they yeah all types of brands on there so you know if you wanted an airstream you got some jingle in your pocket you're like hey is this thing worth the money go rent one and see if yeah. it is and you, you can, can do it you can you can check it out so that was i'm happy you brought that up that was a big feature for me that was the hotel thing like if i was spending 150 dollars a night for five nights and camper payments 150 dollars a night or a month I right. just made five months of payments in the right. one trip that I was going to do. Yeah. And um, we're never home. We're always traveling. I'm like, man, I could literally, it's almost a free camper. Right. I'm spending the money anyways. Yeah. Good job, Tommy. That was a good point. I want, I'm happy you brought that up. All right, everybody. Uh, another episode in the books. Uh, happy New Year. I hope your 2021 was um, successful. Uh, here, putting you on the spot here. What's one goal you have in 2022? One goal I have in 2022. Uh, my goal was not to overcomplicate the traveling aspect, and it's already turning into that. Um, last year, I, I didn't want to book any trips. I wanted to just say yes to everybody that asked me to go somewhere, and I wanted to travel with them. Okay. And so this year, I was like, man, I don't want to do that again because I got a little chaotic. And uh, <laughs> and uh, I, my goal was to honestly... Um, do more camping trips because last year we traveled so much that we wanted to camp more this year. Okay. And, um, it's already getting crazy. We're already booking campsites and every weekend's filling up and, and just busy, busy schedule, but it's, it's all good. It's awesome. Good. Good. Um, goal for myself this year is, uh, I recently changed jobs. So my job, my focus this year is to really, I take a step back professionally, but like I'm in a position now where it's not so chaotic and I can really enjoy some moments and looking forward to that's where this whole camping also sold me on is like just taking in more moments and spending, you know, really appreciating my time with my kids and just being self-aware, like these years that you have with them are pretty special. So just try to take it all in more document a lot of it with uh video cameras and photos and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And, uh, 
it's going to be one of my focuses. Do the journal thing when you're camping. Yeah, dude. I'm not big on the rating thing, so my wife did it, but uh, it's pretty cool. You could almost sell that thing at the end of your guys' camping. Yeah, you might be able to. I mean, it's been how detailed you get, but there's always something funny. There's always a good story, and um, it was a pretty cool thing to do. Yeah. All right, everybody. Uh, Happy New Year. Happy holidays. And, uh, you know, as always, thanks for listening.